The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. A man in today's world wants support and guidance when tackling life's problems, but many times we feel that we need to keep our heads high and just deal with it. You know, that's not always the way to handle the issues. Now, there's Fundamentals with Carl Bobo. From health issues to family, workplace, sports, and more, we're here to provide a frank and open discussion of the topics men need to hear. Now, here's your host, Carl Bobo. What's happening, Fundaman? How's everybody out there? And to all of you out there that make up uh, what we call Funda World, uh, we hope that everyone is doing well and is certainly glad to uh, be back in front of you all in your presence again. Looking forward to a great show uh, today. Uh, I'm currently uh, traveling in Bonaire, you know, enjoying uh, the Caribbean ambiance from the man. Uh, kind of out here doing a little, little, little snorkeling and diving adventure with uh, the wife and some friends and uh, uh, it's just a beautiful, beautiful place and uh, a lot of solitude uh, lets you reflect on a lot of different things in life and to uh, really appreciate uh, some of the blessings of life and slow down and, and really just meditate on some of this stuff. As I was sitting here spending some time uh, just relaxing, I was thinking about Fundament, which I always do all the time, and Fundaworld. It seems like that's a, almost like a 24-hour day thoughts that are going through my mind. But uh, one thing that jumped out to me was how great it would be uh, to have a Fundament conference uh, right here in the Caribbean. You know, to, to be able to get men from all over the world and we have a global audience and to be able to get all uh, of the fundamentals family uh, together to come together for a, a nice weekend workshop would be outstanding. We could have some fun. It would be uh, some great learning. And I just think it'd be just a good uh, environment for support uh uh, amongst each other. So if that's something that you would be interested in, Fundament, I'm going to ask you to drop me an email. Uh, and then my team and I will kind of look at it and see if that's something that we can kind of coordinate. Uh, sometimes, uh, if we can't get it done this year, we can definitely look at uh, sometime next year because I do recognize that some planning needs to go uh, into all of this. But I would appreciate if you want to just send, send me a little email and let me know what your thoughts because the bottom line is this is your show. Uh, it's not about what I want to do. It's about what you feel that you need done. So uh, I will take my key uh, from you. So, but it could be some fun time. So I look forward to hearing from you. Hey, welcome back to Fundamentals to all of you out there, uh, Fundamen and Funda World, that are regular uh, listeners to our particular program. Uh, we're certainly glad to have you back with us on today. And if by chance there is someone here that is 
uh, new to our program and we are growing every week. We get new people uh, showing up as uh, I get the statistics coming through. It's, it's real refreshing to know that we've got new listeners that are coming on every single week. And that is always encouraging because that's uh, what it's about. It's about that we continue to grow, that we continue to spread our message out there because uh, there's a lot of men out there that need some of the stuff that we're talking about. And not only women, but there, I mean men, but there are women out there because there's also a large uh, portion of women out there that are raising men, young men in their homes by themselves and could use a little help. So. Uh, whatever situation that you find yourself in, we're certainly glad to have you here and we're glad for the uh, growth that we've had thus far. Uh, if you're new, again, we want you to understand that, sure, you may have heard that this show uh, has been prepared for men, and that is correct. But recognize that what we serve provides nourishment for everyone that listens to us uh, on a weekly basis. So we're certainly glad to have you with us and that you're taking time out of your schedule uh, to participate and feast along with us. I am your host, Carl Bobo, and I say welcome. Today, Fundament, got another topic on my, my heart that uh, I want to share with you today, and it's something that's important to me, and I think it's something that we need to talk about. Um, and the subject that I've taken for us to launch this discussion on today is we are what we do now. I want you to think about that for a second. Let me let you meditate on it. We are what we do now, fundamental. Listen to me, fundamental. Listen to me. Psychologists say we are what we do. Simple as that. That's what psychologists say. What does that really mean, fundamentally? What does that mean to us? What the statement actually means is our identity, our sense of who we are, is based on what we do. Listen to me. Not what we did before or what we might do in the future. It's based on what we do now, fundamentally. Let me try to help illustrate this and bring some clarity to us. See, you're not a teacher if you don't teach. <laughs> Come on, fundamentally. You know, you, you, you're not a carpenter if you are not currently building, come on now, you're not a farmer if you don't farm. You know, what I want us to understand fundamentally, you can think you are all kind of things. Oh yeah, you can think that. But if you don't do them, it literally means nothing as just dreams. It's just thoughts. It's just talk. And don't get me wrong, fundamental. There, there's nothing wrong with dreams. And there's nothing wrong with thoughts. I, I think there, there are some benefit to them both because uh, sometimes you, you need to be able to dream and, and, and think about some things to kind of shape uh, what you want to do. 
but we need to understand something. You, you, you can't count on your dreams and your thoughts to provide you a solid identity until you start living them. Understand that, Thunder Man. It doesn't matter until you start living them. And the only time that you can live them, I mean, the absolute only time is in the present. You can hear where I'm going today, Thunder Man. We, we're here to talk about the present. You know, see, there, there, there are these, 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 uh, what do you want to say, progressed uh, prognosticators. Yeah, that's probably, you know, they, 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 they sit out there and, now, and out nowadays they are pushing this, this thing called uh, live in the moment. You know, uh, like it's a live in the moment movement as if they came up with some kind of grandiose idea that's the best thing since uh, sliced uh, bread or, or since coffee. But we need to understand this is not some new philosophy. Fundamentally, we should all live in the now. I want to make sure we hear it. We should all live right now in the now. And I say this for one important reason, because now is actually the only thing that's promised to us. It's the only thing that's guaranteed. You know, there has never been a better time to do anything than right now. And I'm, I'm here to tell you something, fundamental. And in many cases, if you don't do it now, <laughs> guess what? You all know where I'm going. Guess what? If you don't do it now, in many cases, you aren't going to do it at all. So you think about the his his reality. You can't do it in the past because the past is over. We recognize this. You can't do it in the future. Why? Because the future is not here yet from the man. So you are either doing it now or not at all. You don't get this. I used to play football. Make sure we clear about that. Oh, yeah, I used to play. Love the game. Spent many years playing. But fundamentally, I don't do it now. So therefore, I am not a football player. This is simple, 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 simple philosophy that we should all understand that. You know, we, we talk about Michael Jordan being the greatest uh, basketball player to ever play the game. But let me tell you, let me let you on a little insight right now. Michael Jordan is not a basketball player. <laughs> no, he's not. He's an ex-basketball player. He's a retired basketball player. He may have he might be the greatest to have played the game, but right now his identity is not as a basketball player. His identity is as a basketball team owner. That's who he is. That's who his identity is. We need to understand that. You know, if you sit out there and you look at uh, 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 President Obama and Bush, both of them, ex-presidents. Now, I know that in our society, 
they kind of keep give them the title and allow them to keep having it for the rest of their life. So every time you see Bush at a uh, uh, Arlington, uh, uh, Texas Rangers baseball game, he's you know, they'll say the president's here. You know, if you saw even Bill Clinton at some function, they'll say the president's here. Or two, if he was with Bush when they were working on this project, Daddy Bush, they call two presidents working together. They'll start saying the same thing about Barack Obama. Uh, he'll always be identified as a president. But here's the reality of it is. I get why they do what they do and why they say what they say. But the reality of it is they're all former presidents. There's only one president. You know, they are technically, in the literal sense of the word, they're ex-presidents because they really can't do anything. There's only one person that has that authority. You know, someone once said from the men that if you have an eye on yesterday and an eye on tomorrow, you're going to be cockeyed today. <laughs> I want you to understand that. You'd be cockeyed. Emily Dixon said, and I like how she said it, she said forever is literally, is composed of nows. Forever is composed of nows. And it's the truth. It's now, 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 now. And that's what makes forever. Uh, Ralph Emerson said, we're always getting ready to live, but we're never living. And I think that's how uh, fundamentally many of us are. You know, we, we're always getting ready. It's in the future. No, the time to live is now. You can't start living five years from now, two years from now. You need to start living and embrace life right now. And that's why I agree with uh, William James when he offered that advice. He said to change one's life starts immediately and you need to do it flamboyantly with no exceptions. So I'm here to challenge us right now to get off of the fence and live in the now. You know, uh, I like the late uh, Charles Colton, who so eloquently put things when he said, you know, about talking about time. He said, time is the most undefinable yet paradoxical of things. Watch this. He says, the past is gone. The future is not come. And the present becomes the past, even while we attempt to define it. And like the flash of lightning at once exists and expires. Isn't that true? That's how fast our present becomes our, our past. It exists and it expires almost at the same time. So fundamentally, here's where, here's where I am. You know, we've accomplished a lot of things over these last six months. We've dealt with some great motivational topics. Stuff like enjoy the ride. Stuff like prepare for your moment. Topics like, hey, take it up a notch. I was trying to challenge you that you, you can put out more effort. Uh, stuff like step outside your comfort zone and uh, dwell in possibilities and, and on and on and on. We've had some good topics, I think, that we've dealt with over these last six months. But what I want to also impress upon you is that all these things even though they are good, for them to reach the level of what I would call greatness, it can't happen until we start implementing some of the principles that we've talked about. Implementation is the key. 
You know, there are some people out there in life, Thunder Man, that are, I call them serial uh, seminar attendees. Oh, yeah, they go to every seminar that's there. I mean, I don't care what it is. They, they like to go to them. They like to attend and do all this, but they don't put anything into practice. We've got some other people that are serial self-help kind of listeners, like to listen to different people on different podcasts. And don't misunderstand me. I encourage you to go to seminars. I encourage you to listen to different podcasts. I don't believe that I'm the best thing on the air. So I encourage you to sit there and listen to different things. But what I also want to make sure that you need to understand is don't just be an attendee that you got to put this stuff into action. You know, I remember a lesson I heard in church years ago, simply that it talked about uh, don't be simply be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of it. And I've always remembered that. You know, he said a, a, a hearer of the word was and, and not a doer was kind of like somebody who woke up in the morning and looked themselves in the mirror. And they saw that they had sleep in their eyes and they the hair was mangled or, or tangled and matted and all that kind of stuff. But yet they looked at it and just walked away from the mirror and didn't do anything about it. Now, come on, Funder Men and Funder World. We wouldn't do that personally. You fix yourself up before you go out. When you notice that there are some flaws, you handle your business before you go out and face the world. What I'm saying is we need to have that same philosophy with our self-help stuff. Don't just take everything in and don't have a plan for implementation. So we need to be aware of this because that does not lead to self-improvement. Now, fundamentally, all of this thing that I'm talking about really leads to the frightening conclusion that in those moments or those days when we are doing nothing, we become nothing. We can plan to do it later But that means right now, we're planners. We're procrastinators. Oh, yeah, that's that's really what we are. Now, don't get me wrong. A plan is critical, but nothing happens until we execute the plan. So for many moments in the day, watch this. Guess what we are? You know, sometimes we're just TV watchers. If that's what you do, that's what you are, TV watcher, a snoozer, a daydreamer. Or an eater. (laughs) See, whatever we do, we are. That's what I want us to understand, Fundament. If we do nothing much, guess what? You got it. We are nothing much. When we spend weeks doing nothing worthwhile in the present, it feels empty. And we end up dwelling on the past, which leads to depression or dwelling on the future, which creates anxiety. Oh yeah. But see, the reality of it is doing is what makes us. That's what really makes us. That's what lights our fire and strengthens our identity. So here's to all the fundamentals that are out there listening to our program right now who are actually doing something now. I say kudos to you, I applaud you, because without you, Nothing gets done. We're going to take a break right now, Fundament, and then we come back. I'm going to show you how to progress from doing nothing to actually doing everything that you were meant to be doing. So we're going to take a break. You've been listening to Fundamentals 
on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm your host, Carl Bobo, and we'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. This is Fundamentals with Carl Bobo. To connect with our show, please send an email to carl at choose2embracelife.com. That's K-A-R-L at choose, the number two, embracelife.com. Now, let's get back to Fundamentals. Welcome back, Fundaman. Welcome back. As we continue our discussion on we are what we do now. I mean, I really want to press... Uh, impress upon you the 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 importance and the sense of urgency, fundamental, uh, that we we really focus on what is here and now. I wanted to impress upon us all the realistic fact that as long as we are in the thought process, that we are actually not doing anything. However, fundamental, I, I say this because I'm one of you. I recognize that as some uh, that some for some people, you know, we who who've been kind of sitting in one spot for a long period of time, it's it can kind of be difficult to get moving again. And our quest to become the man uh, that you want to be and that that you can be, we often sometimes hit plateaus where we feel like we're not making any progress at all. And those flatline moments can be kind of like having, you know, shackles on your ankles, so to speak. Yeah, you you can see where you want to be as a man, but but you're kind of stuck. And it seems like no matter what you do, that you'll never be able to get moving uh, and, and, and making things happen. And so what I want to do right now, just for a few moments in this particular uh, part of our program, is give you a few things that I think that you can do to kind of help get out of uh, that rut to kind of help get out of that stagnation and kind of help get out of that plat- plateau stage so that you can start implementing. Uh, one thing I want to challenge you to do, Fundament, is, is, is real simple. You, you need to take some risk. You know, uh, a lot of us are averse to risk. We're scared about risk, and that's why we find ourselves not doing anything because we, we've got some things written down that we want to do, but we're, we're scared to do it. But we need to understand, fundamentally, growth comes when we stretch past our comfort zone. You know, the big reason, uh, fundamentally, and fund the world out there that many people, especially high achievers, uh, plateau is because they don't like to fail. 
And instead of taking on challenges that will help them grow, uh, many times they stick to routines that 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 they know or we know that we can successfully do because this this thing can apply to all of us. So you stick to some things that you know that you can you can successfully do, and you do this to protect our ego. We'd rather do the wrong things correctly than do the right things incorrectly. Does that sound familiar, Fundamental? And check this out. This this aversion uh, to risk is a recipe for plateauing. I'm here to tell you. If that's where you it is a recipe for plateauing. Also, Fundamental, we need to, you know, I need you to understand your comfort zones. When I say stretch past it, you got to understand where is your comfort zone? Where does that lie? Because, see, you might be caught in this, what I call a comfort zone, uh, because it's a situation that's familiar to you based on, uh, let's say, your upbringing. So, so all of a sudden, you've, you've got your life in that comfort zone. But in order to become the man you need to be, we've got to break through that comfort zone. We've got to break through that barrier because what was good in an environment for you growing up does not necessarily mean that's the same environment that's good for you to excel and grow into being the man that you're supposed to be. You know, so ask yourself, you know, does this seem, does this add anything of, of this like, of this feel familiar? Does any aspect of this feel uh, kind of familiar with where you are sitting right now today? Understanding where your responses are coming from uh, uh, is the first step towards getting yourself up and moving again. But I mean, something else, not only do I want you to take some risks, but to, 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 to break loose and start doing something now, you, I want you to be more creative. You got to be creative. Yeah, creativity is actually the fountain of youth. I mean, you really want to get some juice going in your life. I mean, you want to get something, them competitive juices flowing again. There's nothing like it, creating something new to get them going again. Yeah, get outside of your normal routine. Come up with a new idea, a new business concept. And not only, I don't want you to come up with it, but start it, implement it. You know, I remember years ago when I was between jobs, I came up with a restaurant idea, but I didn't just put it on paper. Once I put it on paper, I went out there and found a place that I could open up at and got that thing going. That's what you got to do, Fundament. If you want to write a book, that's great. I'd love to see more books out there coming from Fundament and, and things directed at men. But, but, but you got to start doing it. Start writing that first chapter. And you'd be surprised when you start writing that first chapter, all of a sudden your energy level will increase. Because, see, men, men were created for challenges. That, that's, that stuff helps us. We, it, it gives us that energy. You know, you think about this particular uh, radio program, Fundamentals. You know, this was created after I left corporate America. As I was sitting uh, at home trying to figure out what, 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 what now do I want to do? What's my next chapter? And I came up with it and it excited me. It energized me. And then I met some great people like you all that are listening to this particular program right now. See, this is what I'm talking about, fundamentally. Be creative. Another thing I want to challenge you to do is you got to step out what I call that is your echo chamber. 
What in the world is an echo chamber? You know, think about the word echo. Hello, 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 hello. You know, so when I say echo chamber, is uh, another reason we get stuck in doing the doing nothing mode is because everyone around us is telling us everything is gravy. In other words, they're echoing exactly uh, what you say. They're saying, you know, you think everything is going well in your life and they say the same thing. They just echo everything that you say. See, we often confide in people who tell us what we want to hear. And fundamentally, not necessarily what we need to hear. Oh, I want you all to hear that now. See, so if you feel stuck in life, you need to get 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 up off your, your behind and go seek some some good mentors out there. I mean, some some real mentors now, not people that are going to simply tell you what you want to hear. But you need to seek out some mentors who who won't pull out, uh, pull any punches and that they will give you honest, constructive criticism that you need to improve your standing in life. And that's not saying that your current standing is necessarily bad. But we're talking about for you to step up and do some more things. So you need the real, some real people in your life. You know, uh, my wife is one of my mentors and, and she tells it just like it is. I've got three sons that uh, are part of my life and, and mentors. I mean, we've got that kind of relationship and they tell it just like it is. And I've got a few associates out there. Uh, that are making some things happen in life, but when I when I bounce some things off, they're gonna tell me what I need to hear. That's important, fundamental. So step outside that echo chamber, because uh, just listening to yourself will not stir you up to get up and take some action uh, right now. I want you to think long term, also, fundamental. You know, many times we have a tendency uh, to think short term, and uh, when we think short term, the, the, the tendency is to sit and do nothing for long periods of time from the man. But when we switch things up and when you start taking a big picture view of things, then we, 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 we realize that plateaus are real, but they're only temporary because we're looking at a big picture perspective. So I want you to start thinking big picture. Another thing I want you to do is fundamentally to snap out of this so that we can you know, be active now and implement now. We, 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 you've got to make some realistic and attainable goals for yourself. You know, this is one of the quickest ways fundamentally to get out of a slump. Hear me. Set some small goals. Now, now listen, they need to be attainable, but they don't need to be too easily attainable. Because if they're too easily attainable, you'll feel satisfied, you, 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 you won't feel satisfied with yourself when, you're, when you complete them, but the truth is you won't. You won't, you, you won't feel satisfied. You'll be frustrated because you knew you really didn't do a whole lot to make that happen. So I need you to stretch a little bit. Make your goals uh, realistic. And if your goals are unreachable, pull back. You need a few wins in your life. Heck, guess what? We all do. 
you know, so so don't make them unreachable. We're talking about trying to get out of a slump. We're trying to get out of a rut. We're trying to get out of uh, procrastination. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying to get out of stagnation. We're trying to get out of a plateau. You know, so so if, if, if they're unreachable, pull back so that you can get some wins. Wins make you feel good and they help your overall attitude. Another thing I want you to do fundamentally is let, let's stop pipe dreaming. Oh, yeah, we've all done that. Yep, we all have thoughts about running away to, hey, look here, I'm in Bonaire. You know, so running away to Bonaire or running away to Fiji or you're sitting up there fantasizing about one day winning the lottery. But come on now, fundamentally, let's keep it real. The reality is that for most people, this is a pipe dream. That's it. And they have a tendency to make you feel good for a moment. Listen, for a moment. But it's just a pipe dream. And it will actually paralyze you in the long term. Because you know you're not, the odds are you're probably not going to win that lottery. In fact, you got a better chance of getting struck by lightning. So, so stop, stop pipe dreaming, uh, fundamentally. And then I want you to also uh, really work on what I call as the sunk cost fallacy. And this is where we, 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 we sit back and you spend some time concentrating on what you've already invested, whether it's your, your time, whether it's your money, uh, effort into something. Um, you, you sitting back here thinking about uh, all of that you've already done many times can cause you to become complacent, even when that was not your intention. Even that's that's not how you wired. It can lead to that. So we need to make sure that we take some time uh, to to get rid of that. And then you know, last thing I want to I want to share with us before we take a break is I want you to embrace regret. Now, I know that sounds real crazy because, you know, none of us want to embrace regret. We all got things in our lives that we regret, things that we regret that has happened. But but I want you to learn how to embrace regret. Because, see, regret will paralyze you if you allow it. However, fundamentally, studies have shown that counterfactual thinking can actually motivate you to act. Let me say that again. Counterfactual thinking can actually motivate you to act. So when I say counterfactual thinking, I'm talking about the process of constructively um, assessing how something might have happened. So when you're sitting up there uh, looking at something instead of uh, regretting and getting into a depressed state about it I want you to just, just you know counterfactual thinking says you, you start asking questions like hmm what might I have done huh what did I do to contribute to this or what could I have done differently it prompts a a, a new and powerful resolve fundamentally you know, and therefore, when you when you really do it right, all of a sudden you say you start thinking like, well, when X happens. Or when X doesn't happen. I will do Y. That's what I'm talking about. And that's why you need to really learn how to embrace regret. Hey, fundamentally, let's take a break. 
and then we're going to come back and then we're going to deal with our man down uh, session. So we'll be right back in just a few moments. You've been listening again to uh, Fundamentals on the Voice America Empowerment Channel with Carl Bobo, and we will be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. This is Fundamentals with Carl Bobo. To connect with our show, please send an email to carl at choose2embracelife.com. That's K-A-R-L at choose, the number two, embracelife.com. Now, let's get back to Fundamentals. Welcome back, Fundaman. Welcome back. And welcome to our Man Down uh, part of our podcast. Now, those of you that are new understand that Man Down is something that we started, oh, six months ago when we first started this particular show because we recognize that some of the issues that uh, uh, men deal with, uh, depending upon what those issues are, sometimes it's just harder to get back up and stand on your feet, to get back on solid ground. It's, it's difficult, and you need a few more uh, steps. You need some support. And man down was something that we came up with from thinking about, you know, law enforcement and military. When they have a man down, then they sense a group of men out there to kind of help them get back up. If you look at a football term, uh, it's something that if a, a football player gets hurt and he can't get off the field, they usually will get a couple of players to go out there and train us and, and help him, give him a shoulder to lean on. And they kind of help get him off the field. So in our man down uh, section, we, we like to take some time to give men some instructions to kind of help them get back up. Now, today we're going to do it a little bit differently, though. We, I mean, our topic is going to be different. This man down is going to be separate from what we have already talked about, whereas normally we give you some principles on how to implement some of the things that we were uh, talking about earlier in the program. But today, uh, with Valentine's Day coming up, I received multiple emails from men, which tells me that stress is starting to add up. Uh, so uh, some of these requests, I've said, well, Carl, do you have any suggestions for Valentine's Day? I seem to you know, not do the right thing and uh, things just don't turn out right. I have good intentions and, and things of that nature. Uh, uh, so I want to make sure that we address some of that today because I know that this day has become stressful for many people. You, you hear it, it's stressful all across the world, uh, especially if you don't have a support of an understanding significant other 
uh, in your life. Oh, yeah, I understand. There are some people out there that are not understanding, so I definitely understand your situation. I'm uh, very thankful that I have a wife uh, who's not like that. Uh, my wife is one of those well-grounded, and our relationship is of that, that uh, the commercialization of Valentine's Day does not uh, impact her like that. And so she'll always say, hey, look here, let's don't even mess with the crowds because, you know, they're going to go ahead and inflate things up and it's going to be crowded. Let's let's do something later on at another time. Uh, and I definitely uh, respect her uh, for that uh, because it's it's actually hard to have a great, quiet and romantic night when you got a whole lot of crowd all around you. So my wife would say, hey, baby, I already know you love me. So let's 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 do it a different time. And I appreciate that. Um, and, and, and I always want to say, you know, that's what happens fundamentally. And I want you everybody to get there that because when you and your significant other get on the same page, uh, it's a beautiful time. It is a beautiful time because the reality of it is you've heard me say before that every day should be Valentine's Day. Every day should be Mother's Day. Every day should be Father's Day. You know, I'm just a firm believer that every day being that it's the only moment that we have guaranteed should be uh, that moment. We should be able to reach out and try to make sure that we say what we want to say to people in our lives and do the things that we want to do, because that's all that's promised. All right. But now let's let's let me give you a few suggestions for Valentine's Day. Now, this is this is fundamentals suggestion. So it's going to be a little bit different. But but I want you to you know, jot a few of these down. If they apply to you. If not, don't worry about it. Here's here's an idea fundamentally. <laughs> I want you to write on small pieces of paper every kind of kiss you can think about. Now keep your mind right from the man. Every kiss you can think about. You know, a kiss on the cheek, a kiss on the hand, a kiss on the neck, a kiss on the, the toes, a kiss on the forehand. You know what I'm talking about, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Write them down on a piece of paper. Fold them up. And then I want you to fill up that inexpensive red bag. Now, notice what I said, inexpensive. You don't have to go through no expense, go out there and get no expensive red bag. It can be an inexpensive red bag. And I want you to place all of those notes inside that bag. And then on Valentine's Day, you give them to your wife. And you're going to ask her, you're going to say, you know, you can pull out several pieces of it. And you give your lady the kiss that the note says. <laughs> if she picks up a piece of paper that says, kiss her on the cheek, that's the kiss you give her. But you got to give her more than one shot. So, you know, you come up with how many numbers you want, depending upon how many things you throw into the hat. But I would probably say at least half of what you put into the bag or the hat, whatever you use, uh, you, know, you want to give her a chance to pull them out. You'll have a lot of fun with that. You'll have a lot of laughter uh, and remove a lot of stress. Uh, there's something else you can try. Make a book about why you love your spouse and why you're thankful for her. Think about that. Just it. Just a book that you're going to give her about the many reasons that you love her and why you're thankful for her. It's, it's going to be powerful. It, it also going to help you to refocus on the things that you actually do love about your wife and take your focus off of maybe what her shortcomings might be. And I'm here to tell you, Fundamental, this will give you some long-term effects 
when you do that. You give her that book. It will it will mean the world to her and the world uh, in your relationship. Uh, let's see. How about giving your spouse a dozen red roses? Now, I know somebody sitting up and saying, come on, Carl, man, everybody does that. That one ain't no specialty. But no, this one's going to be different. You know, here's what I want you to do. Give your wife a dozen red roses. But the difference between your gift and what all the other men out there who are not from the men is on each stem, I want you to attach a note for a future date to do something that she would enjoy. Uh, listen to that, Funder Man. You're going to attach a note to each stem for, for a certain a future date for something that you know she would enjoy. Fellas, let me tell you something. That means you will have planned 12 dates with your wife to do something that she will enjoy. I'm here to tell you, Funder Man, this is going to impact your relationship. Y'all need to hear me on this. It's going to get you some mileage. It's going to help you. She's going to love because you've put some thought into this. And all of the 12 things that you've put down are things that she would enjoy doing. She's going to be so blown away with that. I'm telling you, you're going to have a great Valentine's Day. And guess what? A great Valentine's night. <laughs> And, I, and, and I'm going to also tell you another benefit of it. It's going to force her to step up her game because you've already got, if you wanted to call it, do something once a month, you've already got the year laid out for date night on what you're going to do with your wife. You hooked it up on Valentine's Day. Man, you, you, you are setting yourself up for one hell of a uh, 2017 fundament. Take me up on that. Uh why don't you do a romantic candlelight dinner at home? You know, very this is very simple. Very simple, conservative. Candlelight dinner at home. I mean, put some tablecloths out and all that kind of stuff and uh, do a bath for her. Massage. Romantic movie. You know, go down to your local chocolate shop and get you some chocolate-covered strawberries and stuff. But just, you know, some quality time uh, with her at home. Uh... You may want to surprise her for a special getaway from the man, you know, where 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 she she may go to work and you pack her bags for her and you pick her up from work. Take her on a nice drive or maybe a train ride to a bed and breakfast or something like that. You know, depending upon where you live, you know, maybe the bed and breakfast is close to the beach and you can then walk to the beach and have a nice romantic walk on the beach and all that good stuff. Or you can substitute the bed and breakfast for Maybe a couple's retreat. They've got a lot of retreats out there that are designed for couples and marriage retreats and to put the honey back in the honeymoon, so to speak, from the man. Big mileage out there with this from the man because she will immediately know you are doing this because you love her and care about your relationship. You're gonna, it's going to buy you some mileage. Y'all need to listen to me from the man. Um, Maybe you can do it, even if possible, you can go on a date uh, with your spouse to a restaurant that you enjoyed when you first started dating. <laughs> you know, if you live in the same town and all that kind of stuff or, or, or something like that, you might be able to get away with this. Something that you that, that you guys used to enjoy. Maybe you haven't even been there in a long time. And the difference is after you order your meal, you have a piece of paper for both of you and pen and paper and you take down 
and take some time and write down your favorite memories of 2016. So everything that I think, write down a few of your favorite memories and then both of you sit there right at the dinner table and share those ideas, your favorite memories. I'm telling you, by the time they bring the food out and that wine and all that good stuff, you guys will be laughing and have such a great time uh, going down memory lane that I'm I'm sure it's going to help you when you get home. From the man, I'm trying to help you out now. You know, um, maybe you can do something different. You know, now, this one, this one requires that you, but you got to really hold your part up. I mean, preparing a, rom- a romantic Valentine dinner at home. You know, listen, without the children, you both participate in the planning. You both participate in the shopping. And you both participate in cooking it with some soft music going on in the background and the beverage of your choice, having a good time. That's fun. You know, uh, follow up dinner with some dancing. Everybody's gone and you guys can just start dancing uh, the night away and have a great time doing that. Let me give you a few more and then we're going to wrap up our program for the day. Uh, Hey, if you've got children, you know, Sometimes it's good not to send them away. You can allow them to have some fun with you. Get them in on the Valentine's Day uh, presentation for you and your wife. Uh, uh, it's, it, it's good and it's great for them to see how much uh, parents uh, are in love with each other. And you, See, your son is watching what daddy does for mama and, mama's, and, uh, and, and your daughter is watching what mama does for daddy. All that stuff is good. You know, and that one can be simple. You know, you can order some takeout if you want to and do a family picnic on the floor. And the kids see the value. Let me tell you something. Your wife will always be excited. She can never be mad when the children are involved or you with the wrong woman. Yeah, I said it. I said it. You know, how can you not have some fun with the children sitting there being a part of it? Hey, fundamental, if you are living apart, you know, you don't, you, you know, what I mean by, you know, she lives in one city and you live in another, or she lives in one state and you live in another and you can't get together. You know, that's a hard one to do, but just send her a care package or something uh, in red. Maybe put everything in the package, maybe make sure that they all are in red. There's something about that Valentine's color that will let her know that you're thinking about her on Valentine's Day and it's not uh, just simply, uh, uh, you, you're going through a gesture, but that even though you're apart, she's right there at the top of your list. Uh, how about here's, here's, here's one for you I wanted you to think about fundamentally is, guess what? Real simple. What if you both take a vacation day from work? <laughs> oh, yeah. Send the children to school. And, you know, because, see, reality, sometimes we get so caught up in life, working, Taking the kids to different activities after work, ballet, football, basketball, dance recitals and all that stuff. That soccer that you get so caught up running that you never take time to enjoy each other. And see, in a lot of homes, you know, even on the weekends, you still don't spend as much time together because you got to now catch up on stuff that you couldn't get done. You got household chores and all that stuff. And those children activities still exist. One of the best things you do is just take the vacation day. Say, honey, why don't we both take Valentine's Day off and stay home together? A nice, relaxing day. 
nice relaxing morning, maybe take a walk, go have a great lunch at a great restaurant that you all both like, and watch this funder, man. Here's that curve I want you to throw to it. After lunch, have a spa set up for her. You take her to an afternoon spa. And while she's at the spa, you go back home and hook up dinner, hook up the ambiance and all of that stuff in the house so that when you go pick her up from the spa and you bring her back home and she walks in the house, you say, ta-da, this is what's happening. Oh, I'm here to tell you, these will be this will be the best Valentine's Day of your entire life. So fundamentally, this is the fundamentals Valentine's Day suggestions. I hope so you take some of them. I hope one of them means something to you and that you can impl- implement. Hey, I'm your biggest fan. Make it happen for you and your wife. Hey, our time is up for today. We're going to have to close out, but we'll get back with you same time next week and we look forward to seeing you then. Up until then, I say man out and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening this week to Fundamentals. Please join your host, Carl Bobo, again next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an awesome week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.